Blackout. Like yeah, Blackout, Unscripted, or Anderson. Blackout? Okay. Then that's the one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our very first podcast. This is the Blackout Podcast with your host, Jace Anderson. Sora Hazel. And Adam Anderson. Okay, let's get right into the... Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, but, um, <laughs> So, couple topics today. First thing first, we need to get the takeover predictions out the way. To be honest, I don't even know the match cards. So, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me take a God quick look. <laughs> I can name so cards. many right now. Holy shit. You okay, got, okay, well, well, do you know the names of the entire card? I can tell you this. Okay, I know. I know a couple matches. I know it's NXT Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano NXT for the NXT Championship. You got Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai for we got, the NXT um, Women's Championship. We got Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. And we have the oh, we have the tag team titles. The tag team Fatal titles are still vacant at the moment, and it's a fatal so, uh, four-way match. It's, for it's the tag a fatal team. four-way match. Uh, you got. You got. Street Profits, yeah. you got Forgotten Sons, Undisputed like Era, Undisputed Era, and I think War Raiders. I'm not too sure. I'm not sure. I seen War Raiders in there. Uh, War Raiders aren't wrong. Get them the fuck out of there, <laughs> That's why the titles aren't alive without them in there. It's true. That that is true. But I can't lie, man. I like the Forgotten Sons. Like they haven't been doing. They haven't been doing that much. But when they really like get their foot in NXT. They got this. Or Undisputed, you know. Never vote against the boys. Yeah, I can or, never go against Undisputed, yeah. bro. And don't forget Roderick Strong versus um, Matt Riddle, too. Oh, yeah. And I, feel like I mean, I think might... that's the only match I can go against go. Undisputed here on. Here we go, here we go, here we go. NXT Championship. NXT Tag Team Championship match. You got Danny Burch, Oni Lorcan, Undisputed Era, uh, Street Profits, and you got... Forgotten Sons. And it's a ladder match. It's a fatal four-way tag team ladder match. I'm excited about that one. I want to see a blockbuster off the ladder. You got Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Okay. For the NXT North American Championship, you got Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. We all know Tyler got that. We got the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. And ah. then for the, NXT t- for the NXT Championship, you got Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Adam. Okay, well, let's break it down. From top to bottom. So, first up on the list is the ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. That's right. Mr. Extreme, who's your pick? I got I got Street Profits on this one. They got the most build. They've been grinding it out. They've been in NXT. They've been building a name for themselves. They've been, you know, getting over with the crowd for so long. They've been in NXT for like a good two years. I feel like... I feel like it's the Street Profits, you know, time to shine, you know? So I feel like it's time for them to... Yeah. All right, all right. That's who you're giving it to. Me, I, I can't bat against Undisputed, bro. Like, it, it just can't happen, especially not in a tag team match. So a tag team ladder match at that. So, like, Mr. Adam. Like, me, I like Undisputed. They're my boys. But the Forgotten Sons... Like, I, I like this young, new, hip team, man. You know, I feel like they can take it all the way. They're mm-hmm. finally doing something with, you know, the memory of Blake and Murphy. You know, we don't like talking about that <laughs> team around here. But, and, yeah. and 
the reason why we're not saying Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan is due to the fact that Danny Burch has moved on to NXT UK. Oni Lorcan is on 205 Live. They're pretty much doing separate things. They haven't really been a team for like the past two, three months. Yeah. So you know their chemistry is off. Mm-hmm. So the next match, with that being said, the next match, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Okay, I'll go first on this one. This I will have to say it's the first match I will have to go against Undisputed. Every other takeover, I was with Undisputed all the way. Yeah. But I, I just can't go with Roger when it's yeah. Matt Riddle in the mix. Yeah. Matt Riddle is, is my guy. He's he's my guy. He's one of the top guys to me. So, uh, yeah, Matt Riddle, you got my pick, bro. Yeah, same over here. Matt Riddle, he, he's pretty much yeah, he's pretty much the, the Brock of NXT without, you know, being absent, you know, he's fun. He's fun to watch. Without being gone for months. Exactly. Matt Riddle is fun to watch. He's explosive. You know, he he's 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 the guy. He's the guy. I say Matt Riddle. Yeah. All the way. I, I have to go the same way. You know, like even though every part of my body is betting on Roderick Strong, you know, I, I can't help to see Matt Riddle. You know, do all this crazy shit, get TKO victories. Like, exactly. I I, I feel like Riddle got this. You know. Like, it's going to be a good-ass match, though. Because Roderick ain't no bitch. But he got a a hell of a way to get to going through Matt Riddle. All right, with that being said, next match. North American Championship. Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. Uh, I'll go first with this. I want Tyler to win all the way. Like, I love Velveteen, but Tyler has been my nigga since day one. Stop waving from my face. This is a live stream. <laughs> Not a Twitch stream. But yeah. That would just bleep, bleep it out on YouTube. Fucking marks. But yeah. Tyler Breeze has been the number one NXT guy from the beginning. Okay. And it, okay. it sucks that he has never won a title yet. Mm. Not a single one. Not a tag title. Not a main title. Nothing. Mm. He only won like the tag title in WWE, and we all seen where that went. Me personally, on this match, Velveteen. I gotta go with Velveteen, bro. <laughs> like I have to. Like ever since what was the match? Um, it was the the ladder match for the North American title. I I always had a respect for Velveteen after that match. Like I don't know. Like I feel like Tyler Breeze. It's gonna have to experience the dream experience. Like, like it, it just respect and here's where I am, right? I feel like honestly, I, I feel like Tyler Breeze is just there to put Velveteen over even more. Here's 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 where I am with it, and I feel like a bunch of people who's listening to this podcast can agree with me with this one. And this is very, very, very credible. I feel I'm, I'm split. I'm split down the middle, 50-50, right? Cause mm-hmm. here's how I am about this. Velveteen Dream has a good run. He's having a great ass run with the with the North American belt, right? Yeah. But here you got Tyler Breeze coming back from the main roster, and what a way would it be to refresh his career in NXT, none other than winning the North American Championship, right? Exactly. That's why I'm you know split with it because Velveteen Dream he is he is so over with the crowd right now. He's hella over with the crowd, mm-hmm. and here you got Tyler Breeze. Who's having a second chance, you know, to go down in NXT, rebuild himself, and what other way 
you know, can he rebuild himself none other than by, you know, winning the North American Championship, going far with the North American Championship, right? So that's why I sound 50-50 about it. I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, maybe it is an angle that WWE is trying to pull just to get Tyler Breeze over in NXT so he can re-debut on the main roster. Possibly. That could... Like, it could be the option. Because Velveteen, he could be the person to put over Tyler Breeze. Oh, yeah. But I can't bet against the dream. Exactly. So, I think it's going to be a great matchup. And we just got to see where it goes on that one. So, what's the next match on the card? Next match. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai for the NXT Shayna Baszler. (laughs) Shayna Baszler. All day, every day. Here's why I'm saying Shayna. We know what Shayna's capable of, right? (laughs) But Io Shirai, I haven't seen much of Io Shirai's work except for the Royal Rumble and, you know, a couple run-ins that she's had. I mean, she is hella thick, though. If you look on her Instagram. (laughs) She's thick. But, uh, yeah. I think think Shayna, Shayna got that. I feel like it's Shayna due to the fact that, you know, we know what she's capable of. You know, and then she's got Marina Shafir and freaking Jessamine Duke by her side who can interfere at any moment. So, and Io Shirai, like I said, we we haven't seen much of her work. We don't know what she's capable of. You know, maybe she will win it. Maybe, you know, she's going to turn heads and win the belt. And she, that's, that's a, that to me... If Shayna loses the belt, that's a good way to bring her up to the main roster. That's a good send-off because she's had an incredible run with the NXT Women's Championship. She's built a name for herself in the NXT Women's Division. Now it's time for them to move on to the main roster Women's Division and, and completely freaking dominate. That's my prediction. Maybe until Ronda gets back from that finger injury. <laughs> I feel like Ronda's she not coming back. She broke a finger. Ronda's not coming but, back. Above all that, personally, I feel like, yeah, it, it would be a nice end-off for Shayna. Because, like, you have to look at it. There's really no other competition for Shayna right now. All the True. other women have gone and left to the main roster, so... I mean, they could give it an Oscar treatment. No, no, no. We don't need another Oscar, you know? Yeah, because like, let's... Shayna's good, but she ain't no Oscar. Because we all got pretty tired of Oscar's reign. Yeah. As women's champ. I didn't, personally. I wanted she her to beat Charlotte's ass. For over a year. Since the man I wanted Charlotte to win the championship. But that's a different story. <laughs> like, when it comes to Oscar versus Charlotte, the streak versus Charlotte. Like, <laughs> versus it's just Charlotte. Like, damn it. It's just, I feel like she shouldn't have lost it. Charlotte's dumb. I like, uh, like, respect for Charlotte, right? Because mm-hmm. she's dumb. Like, they build her stupid. Just like they build Roman low-key very stupid. I mean, they want Roman to be John Cena. But that, that's off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back on here. All right, so what's up? Right. The main event. Main event. NXT Championship. Baby. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby! Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> we got kids. Here's what I say. With this main event, this will be... this. Think about this, all right? Think about this whole scenario. This is a long little scenario I'm about to put into like a couple, uh, like two minutes right, at break least. It down. Break it down, coach. Break Here's it down. what I see happening. And this is the overview of the whole night. All right. Undisputed doesn't win the tag team championships. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong loses to, to Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. And I see in the main event, Adam Cole loses to Johnny Gargano. Wait, listen. 
Here's why. You better get us up in arms. You better. This, you this, about this, to get your ass. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This will be an awesome way for undisputed to get their call up, right? And think about this: when Tommaso Ciampa comes back, he can be like, "Yeah, yeah, you won the championship for me, you know, Johnny. Yeah." And there it's when Tommaso can pull a Kevin Owens and chase after Goldie. You know, I'll let you finish, dog. But, you see, Undisputed Era says they're going to get every single title in NXT. They did. No, no, I'm talking about Again. all at once. Undisputed is going to get there, you know? I feel like, yeah, yeah, Undisputed may lose the ladder match. Roderick may lose. But would it be hell? Of a confidence builder for Adam Cole to win the main championship. Okay. You know? You, you know what I mean? At once. You say at once. But think of it like this. The North American championship is way out of their reach right now. Ooh. I mean, not Ooh. really. That's a spin in the face. Roger Strong got that. Roderick, Roderick can win a North American champion. Yeah, like, Bobby. Even Bobby can get that. I mean, but Bobby's going to win the tag titles. You know, he's going to win that ladder match tonight. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know, the boys. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. But in terms of who I say wins, you got stupid guy Johnny Gargano over here who's made so many stupid decisions in whoa, the past takeover whoa, since. Whoa. Let's let, let's go back to NXT TakeOver New Orleans. He made so many stupid decisions Damn. that cost him the match. They need to put my dude on like, the spot like that. Jeez. Let's be honest, though. <laughs> let's think about when he went against Tommaso Ciampa, right? That's in Johnny. Tried, he tried to knee... Tommaso Ciampa. What happened? His knee ran into the damn box, right? Hey, hey man, his anger got he, a hold cost of him. him you know? It cost him. He could have just ended the match right there with like, the Gargano escape. Like, like, but he didn't. He no, didn't. No, man. He did not end the match. He wanted to inflict more damage just like freaking Gohan did. And what, did, what happened with Gohan? Hold he wanted to inflict hold, more damage on Cell and he got his dad hold killed. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. You got to chill out because one... If you were in this man's shoes, you would do the exact same thing and try to destroy this man. Maybe not you, Jacob. I mean, the thing is, the way to destroy him would be to take the title no, away from no, him. No, no, no. Mentally destroy it, it's, him. It's not about mental. Tommaso Ciampa physically... Think about this, though. Physically destroyed this man. Think about it this way, though. Messed when you got wife. personal rivalries, personal rivalries come from mind games. Of course. Think about it. A man messes with a kid, with a with a man's family. <laughs> a man messes with another man's family. Why? To get into that man's head because he has the championship, right? But John has already been there, done that. You know, you're yeah. you're like messed over Johnny very mentally. He messed over Johnny after the whole DIY split. Yeah, and he went on sure to bigger and better things and won the NXT championship. While Johnny's in the mid card, just winning the North American Championship. Hey, Where does that, that come nice. from? John, that that comes from Tommaso Ciampa being smart. He wants bigger things. Were they tag team champions? Yeah, they were. Okay, since we're the champs now, let's move on to bigger and better things. AKA, let's let let me move on to bigger and better things, right? So that's why Tommaso Ciampa goes on, turns his back on Johnny. And look what happens. Like, to be he honest, wins the main championship. DIY has won every single championship in NXT. Yeah, well, now. Now. At this point, yeah. Well, to, to make it better, Johnny Gargano but, has won every single championship in NXT. And at the same time, I feel like Adam Cole 
winning the NXT championship is a long time coming because I think it was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 or 3 where he came, attacked Drew McIntyre, and he held that NXT championship. Everyone was screaming at that point. Yeah. That was a huge pop. And, and, and that, that was his debut. That was him emerging into the NXT universe. So him winning the belt will be a long time coming. So that's why, as much as I, I'm reluctant to say it, I'm going with Undisputed on this one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, say, I got Adam Cole winning okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. Now I, you're starting to make a little sense here. You don't got to jump you now. Good, good. Next topic, bro. Next topic. Okay. Let's start jumping. Let's start jumping. Holy shit. So, next topic. Takeover card should be a great. It should be fantastic. Fantastic, you know, pay-per-view. Hopefully no botches. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully there is botches. I, I like to watch botches. botches. I like botches to watch the botchmanias. Uh, but, but, um, takeovers barely have any botches. Rarely you'll catch a botch. You'll catch probably like three or four botches and that's it. Someone's without. But on to the next topic. But before we get to the next topic, a quick word from... No, I'm just kidding. No sponsors. Uh, <laughs> we get paid for this? Exactly. But, um... I mean, if you want a sponsor, you can go ahead and sponsor. Uh, but, uh, Shout out to all the sponsors out there, you know. The next topic, Play. wrestling in general. Like, So, we are all aspiring wrestlers. We all are getting ready to start training mm-hmm. very, very soon yeah. at uh, Wildcat Sports. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but let, let's just start. Like, Mr. Chris Extreme, what's your motivation? What do you mean by motivation? What's your motivation to start wrestling? What's your motivation just about wrestling in general? Like, okay, what made okay, you, I see where you going. I see want where you going. to... Yeah. I see where you're going. All right. So, my, my, my aspiration to become a wrestler really came from not only just watching or, like, finally getting the chance to experience, you know, wrestling for the first time. I was like four or five years old when I was first introduced to to WWE watching, I think, SmackDown. And I just remember seeing a flashback of Stone Cold walking in to Vince McMahon in his hospital bed and he beat the living shit out of his knee or his, his leg. And I'm like, this is really entertaining. And... It's not only that. The, the segments were, were, were what kept me watching. But also, you, you got the appreciation for wrestling, right? The holds, the, the, the storytelling involved in, in you know, the matches itself. And then you, 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 you do what you must to get the crowd involved, to get the audience at home involved. And you do that by doing these moves. Either you're gonna do these 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 fantastic, out of the ordinary ass moves, or you 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 try to sync with the crowd as much as possible, with with what you have at your disposal, your move set. You know what I mean? So a lot of me becoming a wrestler comes from the appreciation of wrestling and the building of your character. So how I'm going to get there? That 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 is like just just grind, grind, work, grind, 
train, train, grind, work, work, grind, train. You know where I'm getting at. You know where I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. God, you sounded like Tama right now. Mm. And, and, and just, you know, hopefully I get to that point where I'm like, yeah, I made it. This is what I've done to get there. I'm here now. And I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for the place that I'm in. That's where I want to get at in terms of being a wrestler. Okay, well, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll go next because uh, right. we'll leave Mr. Adam to last. No, nah, no, nah, I'm but, uh, going last one. Uh, save the best okay, for last. Okay, so me. Me personally, the reason why I want to be a wrestler is mainly because I'm a, I'm a fan, right? I'm a huge fan. I've been watching wrestling for as long as I can remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of. Um, and even back in the day, I was like in middle school, and I didn't believe that wrestling was, in quotes, fake, because it's still not fake. It's just scripted. Um, but um, scripted finishes, let's say that. But um, I just always loved it, you know? It was a passion of mine. I had wrestling-themed birthday parties. Uh, I even had a couple championships of my own, you know? I'm like a five-time world champ. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the you know the dream of actually becoming a wrestler didn't really hit me until recently, like maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I I never thought me being a wrestler was something that can actually be possible, right? So I'm just like, and then when I was doing my research and I see all these training schools or whatever that can you know prepare you and teach you the fundamentals. And, you know, help you build up to actually become a wrestler. It became surreal to me. Like, and it made me even motivated to want to do it even more. Because at first I'm thinking like, oh, there's no way I can become a wrestler. It's like a one in a million chance. But now that I see, like, if you just put in the work, you can become anything you want. So it's like, now it's like, you know, I, we're from New Orleans. Uh, if you didn't already know. And the wrestling school, <laughs> the wrestling school that we're gonna be attending is Wildcat Sports. And it was one day I was going through the channels on TV. It was late at night. It was like around midnight, yeah, and then I midnight. saw Wildcat on TV. And that was my first time ever seeing it. And I'm like, well, holy shit! Like, what? What? What is this show? You know, because I I wasn't really a fan of indie wrestling, right? I was always a WWE. Ooh, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was always a WWE fan, right? Recently, I started exploring the indies, and it's very good. And you know, I would recommend it for people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, possibly almost bad, <laughs> but um, but pretty much, yeah. And then I saw they actually had a training school. They train you to perform on their te- like on their TV channel, right? Yeah. So, it's a one-year training course, whatever. So, I'm like, I started digging deeper and deeper, you know, looking at the prices of how much it costs to attend the school. And now it's just like, I'm at a point to where it's like, I'm about to make my start. I start in less than, less than two months. I will be starting my training school. And, hopefully, it'll be a great experience. It'll teach me a lot of things. And, Yeah. I'll just love wrestling even more because now I can finally live on my dream. So pretty much wrestling for me, it just started off me being a fan. I never saw wrestling and was like, I, I'm going to do that because I didn't think it was a real option. 
But now that I found out that it's an actual real option, I, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to explore it. Man, all y'all, y'all got these like heartfelt stories about y'all, y'all growing to want to become wrestlers. Like, Jesus. And <laughs> to be honest, you know, I'm kind of scared because y'all, y'all coming out saging me. But, oh. but to be completely honest with you, I didn't know anything about wrestling until I was like, I don't, I don't even know, like 11, 12. And then I was hanging out with my cousin. And he, you know, he showed me the WWE games. And I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. Too bad you can't really do this stuff in real life. And you know, that's when he had he had the WWE vibe. He's like, yeah, just look at this stuff on TV. You know, it's everywhere. And I'm like, wow, th- this is really a thing. So, like, when I was little, I always wanted to be a wrestler. You know, me and my cousin would do all these tricks on the trampoline, frog splashes and everything. And, you know, it was fun. But... You know, you have those constant wave of people being like, "You can't be a wrestler. Wrestler's not a not a real job. You can't get an income from that." But you know, you have to look some stuff up by yourself and figure out. Yeah, you can do it. The thing, the thing, the thing about being a wrestler, you're gonna start out getting low income, but when you get big, which you will, that income is gonna grow. Oh damn! Like, you didn't need to interrupt me like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Still going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. That's how much I appreciate wrestling. But continue. I feel insulted. Fans, <laughs> please, please give him some hate. But no money in, no money included. I just love wrestling. But you know, I figured out. Yeah, you can make an honest living out of this. You know, it's fun to do. It's a nice workout. You know, all the things that I appreciated. You know, I saw all the moves. I start, you know, learning all the match types and. It actually became a thing I liked, and it opened up a lot of doors for me. Like, I'm a good story writer, you know, I just love goofing around with friends, even goofing around wrestling with people. You know, I, I, I slam and jump on these guys all the time, so, you know, that, that really shows a lot about your character. <laughs> but yeah, that's just me. Inspiring wrestler, going right, at, right after this, this big shy guy over here. <laughs> you actually sound very shy, man. Shy. Yeah, you sound very shy. I'm eating a Star Crunch right now. <laughs> that's nothing shy. That's that's just hungry as fuck. Man, you got Star Crunches? <laughs> yeah. I gotta name that my finisher now. Star I mean, like crunch. a couple of hours ago, I came here with a fucking with a po' boy and, and some fries, but we're we not gonna talk about that. Well, all right. Next topic here. Is... Let you bring up the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he, he's leaving. He's leaving. Goodbye. But next topic here is, what are you gonna do when it comes to wrestling? You know, like, what, what's your plan? Your ideas? Your character? You know, what, what, what are you doing, my dear friend Sora Hazel? In 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 terms of character, I've seen a lot of Killer Cross's work. I love his work as a heel. He knows how to, you know, have that silent rage, and that is something I love. That silent rage, where like, like, like a quiet lion, a sleeping lion. You poke the lion, you get attacked by the lion. All right, I, I, I'm back. What, what's the topic? The topic is what will your wrestling character be based off of? Oh shit! Now, like okay. I was, like I was saying, um. Killer Cross, yeah, I kind of want to go his route, but I actually don't want to, you know, be exactly in his shadow. Like, my character would be the Reaper, Chris Extreme, right? 
pretty much, you know, yeah, I might look small. I might look like I can't do much. But get in the ring with me, I will fuck you up. I will build you across the fucking... I will build your ass out of the ring if I have to. I would, like... That That would be my character. You know what I'm saying? Like, my clotheslines would hit your ass like a truck. <laughs> my power bombs will make you snap your head back no matter how many times or no matter how much you want to, you know, protect the back of your head from hitting a mad hard but and shit. But the real question is, what's your power level? Oh, trust me, y'all, y'all, y'all will see me in the ring. Y'all, y'all gonna know my power. Nah, what you talking about? Like eighty-five overall, ninety overall? What We're talking about, about overall. Two <laughs> K wise, you know, like there, there's so many wrestlers in WWE that have like, you know, there are so many wrestlers in WWE that are very skilled, but they're like sixty overall, seventy overall, and I feel like they should all be in the eighties or nineties. Exactly. But you got big stars like. No offense. You got big stars like Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, John Cena, Brock Lesnar. All those guys are in like the eight, the high 80s, 90s, right? Oh, yeah. But you're missing out on guys like Noam Dar, Oney Larkin, mm-hmm. Pete Dunne, Tyler wait, wait, wait. Bate. We're getting off topic here. You know? No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Trust me. Trust me. All of this has to do with character as well. You you got you got you got all these guys right, very skilled in the ring. We've all seen it, but they're like seventies, low eighties. I mean, the overall isn't about how good they are. It's I think honestly the two K overall is based on popularity. It's like a popularity. Contest. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So that's what I think it is. It's, it's popularity, but in terms of character, yeah, I want a killer cross esque type of gimmick. But I will go by the Reaper, Chris Extreme. Mm. Y- y'all will just have to see it for y'allself. King of the Cruiserweights. Okay. Right. Uh, I think I'll take it next, even though I came late into this topic. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you owe us. Me? You owe us. Me? I am the Joker, Jace Anderson. <laughs> um, the reason, honestly, the reason I came up with this character is based on a tattoo that I want, right? It's a, it's a Joker tattoo. When I saw it, I instantly fell in love. And I, I want to get it, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through that pain quite yet, but, um, quite, <laughs> quite yet, but, uh, I'm going to get it. Um, and the Jokers, I, I, I just like the Joker. I always liked him. I liked his, um, you know, I just like his character in general and me personally in the ring. I don't want to be like that super serious guy or, you know, that extremely just happy guy. I just want to be that good, like in between that the Joker pretty much and yeah that's the basis of my character maybe will I change it not sure but for now that's what I'm solid and sticking with alright 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 you know the last the last one over here Adam Anderson you know the most respectful Anderson at first because that, that's going to be my whole thing at first. You know, honor, respect. I'm going to try to win some tag team goal with a friend of mine. Don't know what he wants me to call him yet, but I'm going to just roll with it. You know, and I'll just be up with the Andersons. You know, before they, all of them change their last names and everything, when they go to different promotions, it's all going to be the Andersons. But we all know how trigger happy some people are when it comes to betrayals. <laughs> so, when said betrayal happens, 
You know, that's when I changed my gimmick. I want to have like a mixture of Killer Cross and Jimmy Havoc. You know, someone that's you know calm and quiet, but goes absolutely mental in the ring. You know, like I don't want to be a deathmatch guy, but I want to be a hardcore guy. You know. Call just, yourself Tommy Dreamer, damn it. Just taking out people however I want, whenever I want, you know, taking hits out on people. It's, it's just fun, you know? It's fun having that character that you don't know exactly what they're going to do. You know, I'm going to do that for a little while. Maybe we'll have an Anderson reunion. Maybe not. Maybe we'll all hate each other at that point. But, you know, who knows? It all depends on the story writers and how everything's going to go. You know? But I'm going to be a nice face Anderson. And then when you guys, you know, stab me in the back, then I'll just go and start killing people. But until that day, you know, I love you guys. I respect you guys. But I will slam your head with a table. Yeah, I'll just slam a table on your head and break it like that. Why has no one done that yet? Um, A lot has to do with the handling of the table. I mean, but yeah, the table, the t- those tables are heavy. Get on, right? but, get on but, top rope with a table. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just coming back. You know, the first thing I'm realizing about you know starting a podcast, you were gonna talk a lot. We're gonna need some damn water. Um, but <clears throat> the, the, the 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 counterpoint to what you're saying, Mr. Adam Anderson, best professional wrestling is it's not <laughs> better than this laughy boy over here. <sighs> Me, okay, first you at X rated. Let's go. <laughs> All right, like um. So the bad. counterpoint to what you're saying, Mr. Adam Anderson, mm. is the fact that it's not up to us to really start up as a tag team. We can bring the idea to them. Oh, of course. But they decide whether we should be a tag team or whether and also we could be singles. They decide at what point the betrayal happens. Of course, I'm going to piss the betrayal idea. Every single day <laughs> until it happens. No one but, uh, uh, I don't know. I just love a good betrayal, you know? You see, this is why you, we can't trust this guy. You know, he, he stabbed me in the back in a heartbeat. But he's a good friend and partner to have when it comes to wrestling. But don't don't turn your back on him, though, you know? Man, why, why ain't that your gimmick, you know? The Randy. <laughs> the Randy? What the, the hell? You know how Randy be? <laughs> Always betraying his factions, going Wyatt out on his family. own. Legacy, <laughs> rated RKO. Oh, let's not talk about rated RKO. <laughs> that was a heartbreak and a half for me, man. Cause I love their teams. Yeah. they had a lit theme and everything. That should be the next topic. All right, next. Hey, topic. No, 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 no. I got the next topic. C- come on. Now. The next and final topic. You had your topic. He had his topic. I ain't get to bring up a topic. <laughs> Come I'm on, give kidding, me a chance. Okay, okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the final topic. Final, it better be good. Final topic. Best. Wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you say it, wait, hold on. We, we, we gotta, we gotta get a drum roll for this topic. Give me, give me one second. I'm gonna let you finish, dog. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But this, this gotta be, gotta be a good, good, you know, a good I, one. It's a little something. It's a little something to end off. The best <laughs> wrestling faction ever throughout all wrestling promotions. And why? Ooh. Mm. Huh. Who, who wants to start this one off? 
Man, since you said it, you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this includes... By, okay, by factions, do you mean factions specifically three or more, or can it be factions or teams? It can be factions, it can be tag teams, it can be duos, trios, qu- 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 quads, freaking oh, okay. teams in general. Factions, yeah. Alright, go, go ahead. I would say best faction or best team ever... I'm not gonna say Bullet Club. I'm not gonna say Los and Goldman. That's that's the general shit. I a, a team that executes their heel ways, their heelish ways, good. I wouldn't say perfectly, but they execute it good. That's what if you say Aziz and Nates. And they they actually have some good chemistry. They had good chemistry at the time. Not only that, they just knew when to pick their spots. And this is a team back from 2004. So, I'm going to give y'all some backstory. Why I feel like this is this should be the tag team or how I know about this tag team. I binged a lot of 2004 SmackDown in the October-ish season, you know. Um, and the team that really stuck out the most to me at were, were the at-the-time tag team champions of Rene Dupree and Kenzo Suzuki. Like I said, they know when to pick their spots. They 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 knew you know how to maintain their heelish ways, and then it was like it was like it was like League of Nations, but with two guys. But they executed it way better than the League of Nations. You got you got a guy from France. You got the French tickler, Rene Dupree, and you got yeah yeah that's what he went by. This man walked around with a poodle, damn it. Tickling people. Prancing and dancing around. Like, but I liked it. I liked it. It built his character around, yeah, I love France. Fuck the USA. He had that type of gimmick. And then on the other hand, you have Kenzo Suzuki. This Japanese guy who brings his Japanese culture to the US. And and, and just, he had this, this, this manager who would... At some points, at some points, she would throw some some type of dust in the opponent's face, blinding them, which would give Kenzo Suzuki the advantage to get the win. Now, you combine these two, right? They've won the tag team championship, I think like twice maybe, or, or just once. You combine these two, you got a good foreign-based team who are heels and they know how to play it well and they had they, they, their chemistry from winning the tag team titles up to losing it they've had chemistry kind of similar to rated RKO's chemistry uh, it, no, if you watch I no I watched that. I watched yeah. you oh, know where I'm down. going you know where yeah. I'm going then Old, old SmackDown. Yeah, their chemistry built up, and they 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 learned as each match went on. They learned how to, they learned how to become a a, a a good tag team, and they learned how to become successful by using their heelish ways. And they took their separate powers, and they combined them. Right. So, that's why I feel like you know. They'll be good. And they had a good run as tag team champions. All right, all right. Now, enough of that bull aside. 
<laughs> Let's go on. I mean, they, they were pretty good. They, they were, were pretty, pretty good. good, but but we talking about factions here. And, and they I had have, a good theme. And I have to get my favorite faction of all time. You know, not 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 choosing the Bullet Club, but you know, Suzuki Goon. But my favorite one has to be. I, I bet barely anyone remembers this. The Prestige. Oh my God! A lot of my favorite wrestlers in the one. Back at Wolf Culture Pro Wrestling or Defiant or whatever you call it now, you know, with BT Gun, Joe Hendrick, Joe Coffee, you know, they just destroyed. <laughs> they destroyed everyone. They didn't care. It was like a British version of Bullet Club. You can't forget Travis Banks. Travis Banks made that made that thing. The Kiwi Puzzle. It was so amazing. Like. Their matches with Bullet Club, and it it was just so great, you know. I'm still upset of the breakup that they had. You know, I'm not gonna say El Ligero was in the team because, uh, yeah, El Ligero was a uh, he, he was okay for what he did, you know. Got the briefcase, but I feel like they could have had someone better in there. But other than that, beautiful theme, beautiful tag team chemistry, double super kick. Into a, a clothesline from no a discus clothesline, mind you, it's just amazing, you know. And okay. to be honest, give some backstory. Like, give some backstory. Like, how did this team come to be? It all started with Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh wow! It, it, everything starts with Kurt Angle. So Joe Hendrick and Kurt Angle have a a nice good. I think it was either a match or a tag team match they had. And. Right when he lifted his hands, Joe Hendrick just went under and low blowed Kurt. Oh wow! Starting up this beautiful carnage of the Prestige, like the sirens, it was just glorious. But I'll give it off because I'm gonna be binging about the Prestige forever. Okay, okay. The Prestige. (laughs) The Prestige. The Prestige. All right, me. We gotta go out with a banger. Me personally, God. the best faction ever. God. To this me, ain't a team. This ain't a team. This is a faction, right? It's a faction. Okay. It's a faction, faction, faction. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the Nexus. Oh With my God. Wade mm. Barrett. Mm. All right. The, the the debut Nexus. So they were hands down the best faction to me. Reason being, I loved all of them. Right, you didn't know all of them. Uh, I know most. <laughs> I, I didn't know all I, of them at, at that the time. time. I was watching WWE religiously to the point where I actually knew, you know, what these guys were capable of. Yeah, mm. and I agree. Even like, me, I don't. But this I don't is know. this is this is his. This is yeah. his. I don't know. I'm sorry, sorry about that. Um, and I love their theme song too. Yeah, for one, yeah, yeah, I feel like they have one of the best faction mm-hmm. theme songs to me. Nine out of ten. Um, and all around, they played that gimmick perfectly. Exactly. Yeah, they did. Like, mm-hmm. there were barely any botches. You know, like it wasn't like, you know, they struggled to get over, and you know, they get over as the hills that they were. They successfully got everything done. You know, mm-hmm. like it was no problems. With the original Nexus. Exactly. So, and that's why I loved them the most, because it was a cut, clean, just in and out type of faction. What what, what had me interested in the Nexus, though, 
was the fact that, you know, you got these new upstarts, right? Yeah. They're like, all right, we're going to come in. We're going to tear this place down. Exactly. We're going to build this back up in our image. We're going to take this freaking company, you know, by storm. And as heels. And that's honestly what kept me watching and tuning into Raw each and every week. Yeah. yeah. And, and the whole the whole angle they had with Cena, I loved it. I freaking loved it. Mm-hmm. it. It also kept me entertained because Cena joining the Nexus. It's something I look forward to. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. But it still kept me watching. Because me personally, I wanted Cena to do a full-on heel turn. Yeah. He was in a Nexus, but he was a little pussy. Let's be honest. He was a pussy like, in a Nexus. When it comes to the Nexus and He was me, so reluctant. I very like, reluctant. The only reason I don't like the Nexus, right, is because I, I can only remember like four of them. One of them, one of them, one of my favorite wrestlers, mind you. Debray. Thanks. thanks. No, 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 no. They don't talk about Way Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. Damn it. Yes. The damn leader. Because he's from UK. I love the Wade Barrett, and because of that elbow and wastelands, and that's the first time we ever saw really a 450 splash when the Nexus came in. Oh, you so talking that, about with uh, Justin, Justin Gabriel? Yeah. So that was a little with the Nexus. The only reason I remember David Otunga is because he turns to Bray Wyatt. Wait, no, no, not David Otunga. Uh, Husky what Harris. Husky Harris. Well, yeah, it was Husky, became Wade, a, a lawyer. David Husky Otunga, um, Justin Gabriel, D-Bry, Michael McGillicuddy. Ryback. At the time, Michael McGillicuddy, oh, a.k.a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtis Axel. You got your guy Ryback, a.k.a. Skip Sheffield. Skip Sheffield. Skip. <laughs> I like the Ryback. Hey, yo, Skip... And his clotheslines were very much more vicious than they were, you know, back in 2015. In 2011, his clotheslines were like, all right, that's a legit meat hook of a clothesline. All right. But, yeah, we're reaching the 46-minute mark. So, I think that's this is why we got to stop it. You know, it's going on too long. Hold on, hold on. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Do you guys think the Attitude Era should be erased from history? Like as Cody Rhodes says, that sounds like a that sounds topic. like a topic for another podcast. We'll see you next. I don't know how often we're gonna do this, but um, we'll see Tomorrow. you next time. Signing out. Peace. Don't, don't yell.